15th of April 2019, Monday, 6.24pm. My name is James and this is Slobfest. Welcome, welcome back. It's been a while since I've done a podcast. And it's been a while since I said what this podcast is about. This one that you're listening to, um, if you've never joined us before, apologies about the singing. Um, This show... We take three unbelievable, unsettling and bizarre news stories. We pit them against each other and we try and figure out, you know, people are out here living life pretty strange, pretty cray, fairly cray people are living their lives. And we try to figure out, you know what, who's doing it weirder? Who's the crayest? Is that a thing? (laughs) It's a thing now. Um, It's been a minute since I've done a podcast. I was going to have one out on the weekend, but... Uh, my girlfriend and I, we went to a bunch of movie premieres this weekend. The first one we went to was an Irish horror movie called Hole in the Ground. I think it was a premiere. Like, there wasn't... It was only playing for one day, and it was only... Sh- I'm going to call it a premiere. The other ones were premieres, but this one, maybe not. Anyway, um, an Irish horror movie. It's called Hole in the Ground. Essentially, it was about this kid. He fucks off. Always fucking off by himself, this kid. And then there's a big hole in the ground. And don't want to spoil it for you, but he comes back. Is it him? Obviously not. That's the premise of the movie. Uh, (laughs) So that was pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Not great, but it was okay. It wasn't too bad of a movie. Uh, The other movie, though, that I... That I... Forget forget every other film. The one I actually want to talk about is... Oh, God, who's the director... Lee Jung Dong is that the director? I b- apologize if I'm if that's incorrect. Anyway, uh, it's a it's a Korean. Oh, I guess it's a thriller. I guess uh, it's got Steve Yun in it. So Walking Dead fans, how hello, Steve Yun's in this one. Um, fuck, such a good movie. It basically. Oh, I don't know if I want to like. It's probably best if you don't know anything about this movie. I mean, even, like, go watch the trailer right now. You still fucking don't know what the movie's about. And that's kind of the best way to go in seeing this. It goes for, like, two and a half hours. But, oh, man. First of all, strange that it was a premiere um, here in Australia when the film came out in 2018. So, I I think the movie originally, like, did... Cannes Film Festival and some other it it did like the whole circuit won a ton of fucking awards I can't remember who what association the dude was with that got up before the movie and was talking um but he was he's affiliated with one of the film festivals that it went around to and it won the grand jury prize at that one but it was nominated for and won a whole bunch of like awards at you know the, the circuit of film festivals and I mean fuck I don't know, it's not, maybe it's not everyone's cup of tea, but it's such a great movie. It's so, like, uh, mysterious, I guess, is kind of how I would describe it. It's The movie deals with a lot of themes as well. Like, okay, so much of it, you don't know if it's real or not, or even just her cat. Does her fucking cat exist? I mean, there's evidence that the cat exists, but also we never see the fucking cat. So it's just... Anyway, the film's called Burning. 
It's, uh, I'm hesitant to even describe like what it's about because it's pro- like, it, even the trailer doesn't give you anything. So I would just say, go watch Burning. It is in Korean, the subtitles, you know, if you don't watch foreign films, you're a fuckhead. Um, <laughs> imagine if you only limited the films that you watch to you, like, no, t- I have two criteria for films. It's got to be in color and it's got to be in English. If that's the case, if you're listening to this right now and you said, yeah, that's me, you're doing yourself a disservice, go watch Burning. It's a very good movie. I'm so, yeah, i sorry. I know that I came, I'm so excited about like how much I enjoyed this movie, but at the same time, don't want to tell you fucking anything about it, <laughs> which is the worst. I've, 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 what I've done is I've come up to you and I said, guys, I've got a secret. Oh my God, it's the best secret in the world, but I'm not telling any of you. So I apologize for being that douchebag, <laughs> but, um, go watch Burning. It's very good. If you have seen it, I was going to say tweet me, but I'm off I'm off Twitter, let's face it. Still checking the the at Slopfest podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um but the, really the only the only social media platform I'm kicking around on these days is Instagram. So at my pixel persona, just fucking DM me or comment it on a picture and we'll talk about <laughs> so weird. Uh we'll talk about Bernie if you've seen it. Uh so anyway, Let's let's get in to the to the meat the meat of this podcast. What you all came for? You didn't come to hear me gush about a Korean film and then not tell you anything about it. Let's get into the actual podcast. You will all be very pleased to hear Amsterdam. You've heard of it. You know of it. You love it. <laughs> okay, I'm putting words in your mouth now. Uh, Amsterdam, famed for its winding canals, numerous museums. And of course, the red light district. I feel like this article is also forgetting the drugs. Pretty big part of Amsterdam, the drugs. But anyway, people travel from far and wide to pay a visit to the Anne Frank House or the Van Gogh Museum, as well as the streets lined with sex shops and brothels. Um, Again, also maybe the drugs are a factor for why people come. But anyway, uh, but now there's a new experience for visitors to enjoy... And it's unlike anything you've ever seen before. And again, this is... I know we normally do, like, weird people. This one's just a weird it thing. It's an uh, not really an oddity. Could it be an oddity? You decide and let me know. Um, now there's a new experience for visitors to enjoy, and it's unlike anything you've ever seen before. Think of everything you've ever seen. It's nothing like it. A 5D porn cinema has just opened in the city, offering porn fans a unique way to watch X-rated movies. Porn fans. I wonder if anyone describes themselves as a porn fan. Oh, and what what do you do, Mark? Fly fishing. I'm a huge fan of fly fishing. What about you, Greg? Ah, yes. I love porn. What's that? I love porn. Porn. Big fan of it. Come by my apartment one day. See all my nudie pictures on my walls. I even got a custom blanket made. It has naked people on it. The pillowcases are just genitals. Just prints of genitals on the pillowcases. I'm a big fan of porn. Don't hang out with that guy. (laughs) Can't take that guy anywhere. The bizarre, the bizarre attraction features 
bouncing chairs as well as air, wind, and water jets to help stimulate all five senses, offering viewers a, quote, totally immersive experience. Let's face it. Someone, someone says to you, oh, it's a 5D porn cinema, and we've equipped it with things to spray at you for an immersive experience. Basically, you're going to get sloshed with a cum shot. Like, we're all, we're all thinking it. Oh, gross. He said it. He said what we're all thinking. That's what's happening. This A 5D experience is going to be used for two things. Sploshing you with a cum shot. And also, golden shower vids. You are going to get 5D pissed on. Feel the experience of piss. Now that should be the tagline. Come one, come all. Feel the experience of piss. Get sloshed in the, get sloshed in the face with a cum shot. You know what? Maybe Amsterdam's advertising border is okay with stuff like that. Who knows? But despite the smut that will be screened, the owner, Natalie, claims the picture house is a suitable place to spend an evening with your loved ones. What? And she describes it as being a bit like, quote, an amusement park. Natalie, are you out? You're fucking nut, mate. Loved ones. Hey, guys, now that I think about it, you know how much fun it is to watch porn with your parents? You know when you are just kicking it with mum and dad and maybe your brothers and sisters? You know how fun it is to watch porn together? Well, come get slip slop slapped as a family with a cum shot. In my 5D porn cinema experience, someone needs to check on Natalie. The fact that she thinks that this is an inclusive, immersive Family experience. This isn't... What is this? The Disneyland of dicks? And in... Like, you can't... You can't... Natalie, you can't take your family there, okay? Super uncomfy. Super uncomfy vibes at the 5D cinema that me and my parents went to on opening night. Holy Christ. Speaking to the Dutch Review, she said, quote... We are definitely not just going after tourists for our audience. It's funny because in Amsterdam, even the Dutch people have an interest in breaking free from the norm. Come with your wife, have a laugh, try something different. She goes on to claim that the experience will leave you, quote, feeling energized. Lots of things happen so fast. This is a quote from Natalie. Lots of things happen so fast when you're in the audience that when it's finally all over, you're left feeling energized. You want to get back out there, have a beer or coffee and talk. Process what just happened. Like a traumatic event? Natalie, what? What are you saying? Oh, it's so fun. It's so many... Th- it just happens so quickly. You get slip slop slashed in the face with a, with a golden fucking shower. And then you get jizzed on. And then you get vibrated up and down. And then we just blow some jizz in your face really hard at the end. And it happens so quickly that afterwards, you have to... You have to talk about it to the person you saw it with or a therapist... To process what you just went through. Holy Christ. The cinema simply known... Sorry, it leaves you feeling energized. First of all, let's get real. 
this place, it's not it's not going to be above board, okay? Unless there's like, uh, look, I don't want to have to be the one to say it, but Natalie is clearly overlooking some pretty obvious logistics. People are going to be baiting up a storm in this place. Now, unless there's like a, a special table that like, like on a like on a roller coaster, you know how you click down the bar? Maybe you click a table down above you and it forces you to keep your hands above your waist. People will still figure out a way to get their rocks off. All I'm saying is this this place is gonna be filled, filled to the brim with betas. Uh the cinema, simply known as 5D porn. Oh, ran out of ran out of creative juice towards the end there. <laughs> What should we call it? Well, it's 5D and it's porn. Bing, bang, boom, 5D porn. Uh, is located in DeWallen and will be showing movies made in collaboration with Kim Holland, a big name in the Dutch porn industry. Oh, fancy. Natalie adds that the films are, quote, quite, ex- quite expensive to make, so they will only be producing a few at a time before holding screenings. A total number of 18 people can attend a screening at the cinema and one film will be shown during the experience and six screenings of that film played per hour. Wait, just to clarify. A total of 18 people can attend a screening at the cinema. So 18 people is where at max capacity. One film will be shown during the experience with six screenings of that film played per hour. Okay. Six screenings an hour. Okay. So not a long film then. Let's face it, it's a 5D experience. People aren't lasting that long. <laughs> um, so this is obviously our first contendant, the um, 5D porn cinema in Amsterdam. That's fun for the whole family. <sighs> Not going to keep repeating myself, but you guys, you know how I feel about this one. Shit's weird. Shit's weird. Whenever you were watching a movie with your parents... When you were younger, like, and then like, uh-oh, a fucky part's coming on. It was like the most uncomfortable thing ever. Unless you grew up in like some hippy-dippy family where everyone's like, do drugs and be free. We're the class of 73. You know what I mean? Like, unless you have that experience, then it's probably like chill. But whew, that one's uh, that one's a weird one. Didn't have it down as a contestant, but I'm putting Natalie in there as a contestant on this one. Um, Okay. Our next story. Roger's Ark. Two Arkansas men have been arrested on suspicion of aggravated assault after police say they shot each other while taking turns wearing a bulletproof vest. Come on, America. So eager to shoot things that they're like, why don't we just, hey, hey, uh, Earl, why don't we just cut out the middleman here and we buy a bulletproof vest and then we can shoot each other. Genius. The Northwest Arkansas... Ah, Kansas. I'm such a fucking idiot. Arkansas Democrat Gazette reports that 50-year-old Charles Ferris, 50-year-old, to reiterate, Charles Ferris and 36-year-old Christopher Hicks were arrested Monday. A police affidavit said the two men are neighbors and were drinking on a deck Sunday. Checks out so far when Ferris told Hicks to shoot him with a 22 caliber rifle while Ferris wore the vest. So just to, just to reiterate, the 50-year-old turned to the 36-year-old and said, shoot me, 
with a 22 caliber rifle while I'm wearing this vest after we've been drinking. The, uh, the affidavit says the shot left a red mark on Ferris's chest and he was angry because it hurt. Angry at who? At him? You told him to shoot you. The affidavit says Hicks then put the vest on and Ferris unloaded the clip into his back, causing bruises but no serious injuries. So he got miffed. He got a little bit miffed that uh, that it hurt so much that he, again, took a real gun with real bullets and, quote, unloaded the clip on his friend in the back as a goof-em-up because it hurt when he got shot with a bullet? Yeah, dog. The court records don't list an attorney who could speak on behalf of either man. Probably because no attorney would take this case. <laughs> Even a court-appointed one says, you know what? I've wanted to pursue being a painter anyway. I'm done. I'm done with it. (laughs) Two fucking chuckle fucks, drunk as shit on a Sunday afternoon, and they have the bright idea. Think about that. What type of person do you have to be to be like, you know what? Drinking beers with my bird on a Sunday afternoon's cool and all. I'll tell you what's really cool. 22 caliber rifle and a bullet in my chest let's do it hicks good god (laughs) this podcast is just turning into me being annoyed with a series of people (laughs) but i mean come on so that's one that's another one of our contenders the deck drinking chuckle fucks with the 22 caliber rifle a florida man just released from jail florida you beautiful beautiful place it's fucking i don't know this there's got to be something in the water in florida because shit is buck wild there like the amount of shit that's gone down in florida just off the top of my head there was uh on a previous episode we talked about a guy from florida who pulled up to a, a drive through window and threw a live alligator in at them for some reason he had that and he he like that was premeditated he had to get the crocodile, the alligator, and then take it and then do all that. Like, that's, that's fucked. Then there you've got cases of, like, there's bar salts cases and, you know, um, the old one with the machete with the guy kill you with kindness. And kindness turned out to be the guy's machete. Um, I think also the dude fucking the car was also Florida. A lot of shit in Florida. Oh, the, I, the, the guy who tried to smuggle in those, the needles into the prison in his anus, in his internal back wallet. And he said to the guy who found them, those aren't mine. Those are someone else's needles. I'm just holding them for them. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, Florida man just released from jail. Checks out blew a shot at freedom by stealing from cars in the parking lot outside the same facility where he'd just been detained on charges of grand larceny. You couldn't, you couldn't steal from cars, not in the car park of the prison that you just got let out of. Well, back on the street, old Greg is back out on the streets of Florida. What the hell? What do we have here? An entire parking lot of cars, unprotected. Idiots. Casey Michael Lewis had just bonded out of St. Saint, Saint Lucie? 
County Jail in Fort Pierce when officers spotted him pulling at door handles of cars in the parking lot. I love that. And like, to check to see if they're unlocked. <laughs> How do you explain that to police? Why are you pulling on every single car door? Oh, just keeping it safe. Just keeping it safe out here. Learned a lot in the big house. Just out here trying to keep it safe now. Pulling at door handles in the parking lot, the St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office said in a statement. According to the arrest affidavit, Lewis was caught on surveillance video peeking into car windows and then opening the door of a silver vehicle. The Stewart man sat inside the car for about two minutes before stepping back out and walking up and down the lot quote, checking vehicles along the way by either looking into windows or lifting door handles to see if they're unsecured. <laughs> when an officer approached and asked what he was doing, oh, great. What's he got? What has our friend Lewis got to say for himself? Lewis said that he was, quote, waiting for his girlfriend. Come on. That's, that's the waiting for a mate guy. It's got to be. Hit the Florida, his his long lost Floridian brother. I'm just waiting for my girlfriend. Is all I'm doing, and keeping it safe, checking all the cars to keep it safe. Um, he was then met by arresting officer Neil Letman, who told the suspect he watched him make his way through the parking lot on security footage. So <laughs> the dude's like, uh, "Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, man, what's going on?" Just hanging out in the parking lot. No biggie. What's up? What's up, coppers? What's, uh, what are you up to? Just waiting on my girlfriend. You know how it is. Ladies are always late. Ugh. Probably putting on makeup. Am I right, fellas? Ugh. Yeah, just waiting on my girlfriend. Yeah, cool. Um, why are you looking into every car and also pulling on every door handle? And also, why did you get into that silver car for two straight minutes? Oh, man. Keeping it. Um, waiting on my girlfriend. Because you know how it is. Come up with... Criminals are fucking the goddamn worst at coming up with anything. Do you think it's just like the criminals who can't come up with shit that get caught and the ones who maybe like can bullshit even a little bit are out there just like living large and they don't get arrested? If you're out there living large as a criminal, let me know. At Slotverse Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I promise I won't dob you in. Okay. Got another story here. Is this our final story? It is. Kaz James. Great Great last name. Kaz James uh, now enjoys eating out of a dog bowl, wearing a dog mask, and barking, licking, and biting friends. It's been a while since I collected these stories. And for those who don't know, I don't read all of the story. I mainly just sort of get the headline. I read into it a little bit, and I'm like, okay, saving it for myself. Kind of like, it's what I do with trailers as well for movies. I watch up to the point where I'm like, yes, I'm going to see this. And then I turn it off because trailers have too many goddamn fucking spoilers in it. That being said, it's also been a while since I gathered these stories. So I don't remember any of them. So I'm glad that I took the time to align myself with this person because his last name is James and my first name is James. Only to then be met with the fact that 
He likes to dress up as a dog and bite and lick his friends. So obviously I would just like to take some more time now to distance myself from Kaz. Oh, you know what? James, it works better as a first name. Probably doesn't work as a last name. Probably makes you a bit weird. What do we got? Kaz James now enjoys eating out of a dog bowl and went, good. I'll edit that that one in instead. Uh, Admitting such things would embarrass most people, but Mr. James, they're going to call him fucking Mr. James for the rest of this goddamn thing. All right. Uh, But Mr. James says he has fully come to terms with who he is. Well, that's good. Again, before I continue and maybe I regret, again, sort of getting on this guy's side, but that's... I've, I've, I fuck with people who like know who they are and, you know, they know what they're into. And, I mean, as long as it's not hurting anyone. And you know what I mean? Like someone who's just like, hey, fuck it. This is me, dog. Like they're unapologetically themselves. Obviously, they're not if they're like a fucking douchebag or a cunt about it. But like they're unapologetically themselves. They know who they are. You know, I fuck with those people because I'm just like, fuck yeah, you. Fuck yeah, you. Because they're just so... When you know, like, who you are and what you're into and you don't fucking give a shit anymore, you're just like... Those people are just so chill. They're so relaxed. They're like... And they'll talk openly and sincerely and honestly about the things that they're into, which is fucking rad. I love that. Fuck yeah, Kaz James. Uh, Again, I still think what he's doing is a bit weird, but, you know, to each their own. Uh, Mr. James has fully come to terms with who he is. Quote, I didn't ever feel like a human. Fucking, come on, man. You never felt like a human? At no point in your life you didn't feel like a human? Okay. I always felt like a dog. Fuck, I gotta stop. I gotta read all of this before I start, you know, really backing people up. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm gonna get myself into a weird spot one day. This one, pretty weird. I feel like I'm there now, but I mean like a bad spot where I'm like, fuck yeah, this guy. And then it's like, oh, and then he like cut the heads off of like 19 people that I'm going to have to awkwardly back out of the room. He always felt like a dog and was really out of place. He said, I was known by my friends for, I was known by my friends for hello to them. This article was published with a, a litany of mistakes. I was known to my friends for saying hello to them by grabbing hold of the collar of their shirt with my teeth and biting or licking them. Very canine type behaviors. It was always how I was. It was always how you were, dog. Literally, dog. (laughs) At no point in your entire life did any adult see this behavior and say, Yo, Kaz, cool it for a, uh, just a fucking second, dog. Dude, cool it for a second, dude. You you gotta go with a handshake from now on. You can't, you, I am, I can't introduce you to any more people with you fucking biting their collar and licking them. Imagine someone, com- if someone comes at you for the first time you've ever met them, you put your hand out and they bite your collar and start licking you and biting you. You're going to take that as an act of aggression and you're going to straight this dude for his Kaz, for your own safety, mate, for your own safety. 
let's bring back some human things, like a handshake. Perhaps you're gonna get you're gonna get fucked up. Someone's gonna someone's gonna not be chill with it. They're gonna think you're attacking them. They're gonna kick seven shades of shit out of you. Kaz began to realize he was a human pup when he got internet in his home when he was 17 and started to communicate with others who were like him online. Mr. James from Salford, Grand Manchester, experimented further when he moved. Experimented, yeah, experimented further when he moved into a house with friends when he was 18. Uh, he added, during that time. As I was finding out I was a pup, I met my first owner and ended up living in that house with us. Okay. It was quite a steep learning curve for my friends who had gone to school with me and seen me be relatively normal and then learn all these interesting things about me. I can imagine it's a bit weird to see your fucking mate turn into a dog. <laughs> like, that sounds like something out of like... The secret world of Alex Mack. You know, the chick who turns into a puddle and shit. Imagine watching your friend turn into a dog, but it's but he's not even not even it's not even a cool like Animorphs transformation. He just is him, but does more dog stuff. That sucks. <laughs> Sorry, but that's weird. Like you would Oh, what happened to Imagine that reunion? What happened to Kaz? You guys just hang out with Kaz all the time. What happened to him? And then the group of friends like awkwardly looking at each other like, well, who's going to be the one to explain it? Yeah. Um. Pretty soon after school finished, Kaz turned into a dog. And he's a dog now. Did you ever see the secret world of Alex Mack? Yeah. Like that. But instead of a puddle, he's a dog. Did you see Animorphs? Yeah, it's exactly like that, but there's no, like, ear slugs, and also, he's a dog now. <laughs> That'd be the best goddamn reunion ever. <laughs> if you go to your fucking, if you go to your high school reunion, and someone you went to school with turned into a dog, that's the best shit in the world. I'd be telling everyone I ever met forever at Aldi. Oh, new checkout person at Aldi. Oh, yeah, just the, just the Mars bar? Yes, thanks. Um, and quickly, while I have you here, I went to school with someone who's now a dog. All right, see you later. The best cliffhanger of all time. He now embodies the mantra, Oh, yes. Okay. He now embodies the mantra, quote, Be dog in all aspects of his life. So imagine... Imagine you're on some, like, PMA, positive mental attitude shit, and you're, like, trying to... You're coming up with a mantra for yourself, and you're like, I'm going to create for myself a lens through which I will see the rest of my life and my life's experiences. I'm not going to think that someone, you know, something bad happened to me because that person wanted it to happen. Maybe it was just an accident. Now, instead, your PMA is... And the, and the lens through which you will see the rest of your life. Be dog. Very much like a WWJD, but instead of what would Jesus do, it's be dog. This involves him wearing collars and barking at other pups and people he knows in the street, which he admits elicits laughs from strangers. Uh, how are they communicating this, by the way? Because... Um, Living your life as, quote, be dog. Dogs don't talk, dog. 
Mr. James said, I realised that my behaviours were quite dog-like in childhood, probably from the age of six. No one ever talked about it. It was never mentioned. Oh, it was mentioned. Just not when you were around. (laughs) I guarantee this was the most talked about thing for your entire life. It just wasn't mentioned to you. He also said people from outside the community can mistake human pup purely as a... Human pup. Okay, so it's called human pup. People outside the community can mistake human pup purely as a fetish. The movement focuses largely on reconnecting with childhood fun and even romance. What? I don't... Okay, I'm just going to finish this. Mr. James, author of... He's an author, but he's a dog! Sorry, but come on. The lens through which you have chosen to frame the rest of your life is be dog and not only do you talk, but you wrote a fucking book. Mr. James. You know Mr. James? The dog? He wrote a book and the book's called How to Train a Human Pup. He owns two bespoke $750 rubber suits and a $3,700 custom-made fursuit shipped from Canada. Kaz James, the dog, whose mantra is be dog, wrote a book and has a $3,700 fursuit that he wears. Let's rewind a little bit to where he said, and I quote, um, human public, the movement focuses largely on reconnecting with childhood fun and even romance. Someone fill in that blank for me at my pixel persona. Or even at Slopfest Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. What's the romance part? I have to know. Is it another human being dressed as a dog? Is it just another human? Is it... I don't understand. And I'm very confused. And I'm scared and I'm alone. And I need someone to shine a light on this for me. And if you know anything about being a dog... Let me know what exactly um, childhood fun and romance is in regards to being a dog. Um, That's going to do it for this episode. And quite obviously, the winner is the human being who is a dog and who wrote a book. And if you go to slopfestpod.com, I have pictures of him. I've just now remembered that I have pictures of this man dressed as himself the dog which will be up there oh man because i got these stories like two weeks ago so i i had completely forgotten but on my computer i have pictures of this dog man this dogman kaz dogman james i mean he wins he wins everything he wins now and he wins all episodes in future because i i I'm sorry, you've probably come to this podcast looking for answers and we're all leaving with nothing but questions. And I think we need to band together and solve this mystery together. We're going to start a new podcast and it's going to be like a true crime podcast, like Serial, but the case where the case that we're trying to resolve is what the fuck does everything that we just heard mean? Wow. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me through the Dogman world. And we're we're leaving the Dogman world, but 
we will be back because we all have so many questions. So many questions. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he wins. He wins. He wins everything. I need to like, I need to like go lie down and just process. Maybe this is what it feels like when you leave the 5D porn cinema and they said everything happens so fast that like afterwards you need to process what just happened. I feel like this, what I'm experiencing right now is, but I don't feel energized. So it's this plus like a can of Red Bull. If (laughs) it's this exact feeling plus a 473 mil can don't know why they went so specific on their cans. A 473 mil can of Red Bull plus this feeling equals 5D porn cinema experience for the whole family to enjoy. Um, yeah, the I mean, I've plugged the social so many times. At Slopfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Slopfestpod.com is the website for pictures and imagery and custom art and cover art and (sighs) I feel like I've been on a spirit journey or I need to go on one I'm I don't know thanks for listening thank you for being part of this journey with me our deep dive into the world of the dogman realm our spin-off podcast is coming soon we'll obviously we'll all talk about it and you know we'll we'll workshop it and we'll brainstorm what we want the logo to be and the name and stuff and we'll all get in like a big discord chat or something or like a big skype hangout and that and we'll record weekly episodes because obviously we came into this episode with open minds open hearts a childlike wonder and we're leaving perplexed like we've just uncovered a mystery but the mystery was answered but it but in answering it, there's so, so many more questions. Come back for episode 24. See you next time. <laughs>